Hi, I'm Rail Bricker, and I'll be one of your hosts for the Business Excellence Podcast. Hi, and I'm Lindsay Adams. I'm the co-host. And together, we're going to be talking about what makes up business excellence. And we believe that you can never be perfect. All you can be is excellent. And in our businesses and in our lives, we want to achieve excellence. And that's why this is the Business Excellence Podcast. Hi, and welcome to today's edition of the Business Excellence Podcast. My name is Rail Bricker, one of the co-hosts coming to you from Perth, Western Australia. And today, for a second episode, I am very happy to have back on the podcast Eleanor Moshe, founder of the Construction Coast, podcast host of Constructing You, author of Constructing Your Career, and a mentor for many people in the construction industry. Welcome back, Eleanor. Thank you very much for having me on your show again. So, Eleanor, last time we spoke about your thought leadership and, you know, being a thought leader and you, you found a problem and you constructed a solution. And that was a very deliberately chosen word about construction. I see what you did there. How, how, you mentioned very briefly that you had this brilliant idea, and I think it is a brilliant idea, and, and, um, and then you didn't know where to go and you found a mentor in Ron Mahotra. How valuable was and is mentoring to you as an authority and how valuable is mentoring to most other people wanting to build their careers? Mentoring is one of the most, I think, beautiful experiences that you can have. And it's not just about the relationship that you have with someone. Obviously, that connection is really, really important because you spend a lot of time working with this individual. But mentoring is the opportunity to buy time. What I have achieved today in a year I wouldn't have figured that out in 10 years, all things going well. It would have taken me an intense amount of time. You don't know what you don't know. Even when you do know what you don't know, that still takes time to figure out. But mentoring is the opportunity to bypass and lean into 10, 20 years of experience that a mentor has. It accelerates the process of where it is that you want to get to because you Look at the person in your marketplace who has the results that you want. If they have the results, then it is your duty to go, okay, how can I do whatever it takes to get to work with that person? And yes, sometimes that is does require an investment in yourself to actually do that. And that is where people get in their own way. They have this common misconception that mentoring should be a free-for-all and they have this sense of entitlement. But you also have to realize that these people have spent tens and hundreds of hours and a significant investment in themselves to get themselves to where they are. So for me, mentoring is the greatest accelerator and it is also the opportunity to build these relationships and also results that are unparalleled. And for me, definitely out of this world, that even within a year to have, to have a book, a podcast and a business, it would have taken me a lot longer. I mean, that's, I love that because you're right. A lot of people do sort of see the sense of entitlement and they don't understand the idea of paying for mentoring. And, 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 you know, at the end of the day, we're in business to make, to make differences in people's lives, but also to make money. I mean, you know, that's not our driving why, 
but it is part of the why because if you don't make money your business fails it's quite simple that's right and mentoring as a service profession is no different from going to a doctor going to a mechanic going to an accountant you go to the specialist for a reason and there is a value exchange in that process but when it comes to the mentoring world it's all of a sudden has to be free which is a false misconception let me ask you a question then are are people or let me rephrase that is everybody able to be mentored no and that's a great question There are some people who cannot see through their own limitations, through their own excuses, through their own bullshit, for lack of a better word, that they can actually not be mentored. They have so many barriers and breaks that they don't even want to get through. And if someone doesn't actually want to come to the starting line, if you have to drag someone to the starting line to say, hey, you really need mentoring, you're also going to have to drag them to the finish line. That's enabling someone the process of mentoring is to also have people stand up on their own two feet and to become independent to some extent. But there are people who don't even want to get to the starting line. They certainly don't have the inner motivation or inner ambition to get to the finish line themselves. They cannot be mentored. And that is unfortunate, of course, for the individual. Now you use the word mentor and and a lot of people, and particularly because of the mentor TV shows both in Australia and and the US um, are confused as to what a mentor does as opposed to a coach. And and I I make the the observation that everybody who spends some time, unfortunately, in a a hospital for mental conditions is now a life coach. And I think that's confused the situation. But what are the differences in your mind between a mentor, a coach, and even a consultant? That's a great analogy. It is amazing when you look at the marketplace, how many people who don't have their own life put together, all of a sudden, life coaches, I'm going to have to steal that analogy from you. But you're right, there is a big difference between a mentor and a coach. And a coach will ask you to bring 100% to the table. A coach will help you sort through your ideas and create clarity. They are certainly there to keep you accountable. They often cost less than a mentor as well. But a mentor is a more 50-50 relationship. They'll ask you to bring 50% to the table and then they bring 50% to the table. A mentor does an incredible job of guiding you towards where what you need to do based on their own expert experiences and expert advice. A mentor is someone who really helps you to create those valuable strategies and visions for your business, for your career, for your life, whatever they are working on. And a mentor is someone who has been there and done that. Everything that we do speak comes from experience and mentors are at least two or three steps ahead of where you are right now. And on that basis, the investment is higher than it is for a coach. It's not that having a coach isn't valuable, but they are suitable for certain areas. Whereas when it comes to creating a holistic transformation, you need a mentor. A coach isn't enough. Okay. And so, um, and what about group mentoring? I mean, you know, the, the, I run a number of masterminds 
um, you know, paid masterminds and, and for want of another term. And one of the guests I interviewed previously on the podcast, Gil Petersil, um, runs a, an organization called mastermind.space. And, and that is, you know, international masterminds where people are paying thousands of dollars a day to be part of a group. How do you see the, the idea of group, call it group coaching, group masterminding, group mentoring, um, and all three have different roles, but, you know, do you run those and how willing are people to share information to peers in the same industry? I personally love running masterminds because at the start you have these strangers that don't know each other and they all go down this same journey together and some form incredible connections between themselves, but you also have a certain dynamic. Each mastermind group is quite different. So personally, I love running it because what it also allows a mastermind participants is to lean into the experiences and support systems of each other. They're getting in a way a lot more than just working one-on-one. Of course, I love that experience as well. It's very intimate and very focused on the individual. But when you do have a mastermind group mentoring opportunity, you get you get that dynamic, you get that group support and you actually get to see the results of other people and how other people are applying and adopting what is being learned. And you can look at them and say, okay, if they can do it, I can do it. So I love masterminds. And because you're, you, you're quite a narrow niche, you're in your lane. Um, you know, are the masterminds you're doing, are they, you know, people obviously driven by the construction industry. How how willing are people to share their experiences across organizations, across, um, you know, in this narrow niche of the construction industry? You'll have to edit this part out. What do you mean by sharing experiences? Like, Well, so in a mastermind, you want people to share your, your, their experiences. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. People do take a little bit of time to warm up, especially when there are other people and they don't know who they are and they don't know who they work for, but after a period of time, people do become open. And it is those who understand that the more that you put in, the more that you actually get out of the experience. If you keep all your thoughts and feelings and journey to yourself, you're not actually getting the full benefit of the mastermind. Of course, there are some who are so hung up on what other people will think and what other people will say, and they never come out of that shell but on the whole people do become quite willing and open to share their experiences and their thoughts and what they're going through at the moment as well and um i mean out of all this you said within a year you've managed and was not a you know and and you you keep referring to a year was that 2020 year is that 2019 year 2020 okay so so besides for being in lockdown for i don't know how many months in melbourne um, you've achieved an amazing amount. And, and, and it's a story I'm seeing continuously, you know, that how 2020 actually shaped and helped a lot of people build their businesses as opposed to, you know, woe is me. You know, so, so you know, in that last year, you brought out a book, you've got your podcast running, you've got Constructing You um, going, you're mentoring, you're coaching, etc. Tell us about your book, Constructing Your Career. I wrote it in lockdown. It was actually the perfect opportunity in April. All of a sudden, there were no external demands. And I thought, if I'm not going to write a book now and I'm as flux with time than I ever will be, then it's probably not happening. So I sat down 
as you are familiar with, you just sit down in front of your computer and you write. And I do strongly believe that everyone has a book within them. And I guess I had this book within me for a really long time because it wasn't tedious or difficult to write. It was an, an absolute joy to write. And I looked again at the construction industry and the literature that surrounds careers in construction and there is nothing it is a world first book which pieces together the requirements of having a an exceptional career in construction a lot of the literature is based around again the technical and the tactical it certainly doesn't focus on what the individual needs to do so the book is structured as in this is how you build a building and then this are the stages in which you build your career and it's really the guide, it's the mentor, it's the friend in a book, which I needed when I was traversing my career in the early stages. And I didn't know how to piece it together. I didn't know how to even answer the question, what it is that I want. I drew blanks once upon a time when being asked that question. So of course, with everything that I do, the book starts with from the inside out and the response has been phenomenal. I had someone post on LinkedIn that they got home at 11 o'clock at night and the book came that day and they were up till 5am reading my book. And to have such feedback is really heartwarming because there is a level of fear, I guess, that goes out with putting a book. It's your philosophy. It's your heart. It's all your work on the line for anyone, anywhere to see. But the response has been phenomenal and is definitely serving people which is its intention it's it it, your experience is interesting i wrote my book um over a period of about seven months i got up at 5 a.m wrote for an hour every day and that's an unusual discipline for me because my mind is all over the place (laughs) and then i wasn't happy with it and i put it away for two years because exactly what you said there resonated. It was, it's your story. It's your views. It's your view of the world. And, and then I happened to be consulting in South Africa and a, uh, the person, Batya Bricker, who, who became my editor, um, had just left a career of 25 years working for a chain of bookstores and was now editing and publishing books. And I sent her my manuscript and I said, you're the first person to read it. And she came back and said, write another 10,000 words and we've got a book. And so it it took me a while to get to that next stage. Uh, You know, I started in 2014 or so and finished in 2018. So um, it was an interesting, an interesting journey, but, uh, and, and the second book is underway. So that's quite powerful. So Eleanor, where to for Eleanor? I mean, where, what does the future hold for Eleanor Moshe after this year? Um, we, we, we're trying not to make too many plans for 2021 because we don't know what it's <laughs> going to look like. But, you know, if I was to, if I was to say, where do you, where do you see yourself in, you know, a year or two or three, given the, the world heading back to some sense of normality? That's a great question. And I'm someone who I, I love planning and, I love, you know, fixating my mind and saying, okay, that event's happening and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. But regardless of that level of uncertainty as to what we can do in real life, this year will definitely be more of what I am doing. It'll be more books. It will be more masterminds, more mentoring. The best is yet to come on my podcast. And there's you have to leave 
that space in your life and in your plan and in your strategy for that magic to enter because if you don't leave space for anything new to come it also won't come so there's space for the unknown as well well i think that's the probably the view of most people in the world today is there has to be space for the unknown because 2020 was a year of the unknown yes and i don't think 2021 is getting any better yet not yet eleanor thank you for being a guest on our podcast twice now and if anyone wants to get hold of you, what's the best way of getting hold of Eleanor Moshe? Your audience can connect with me on LinkedIn, Eleanor Moshe. I'm on Instagram at Eleanor Moshe underscore. And my website is eleanormoshe.com for all mentoring opportunities. That's fantastic. And thank you again for being a guest on the podcast. Thank you for having me. This is Rail Bricker signing off on this edition of the Business Excellence Podcast.